Welcome to the Chicago Bears Podcast. A presentation of ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Here's your host, Pat the Designer. Beardown Bears fans, welcome into another week of the Chicago Bears podcast. And we're finally past preseason football. Thank God. Lance, you ready to see some real action? Finally. I am. I'm, I'm excited about the, uh, uh, the final roster going into uh, the first week. You know, um, if there were any questions that people had, you know, this should answer a lot of them. You know, and, and Bears. Yeah, I, I think that we got a we got a good group here heading into this season. Of course, final cut down day going to be Tuesday. We're already seeing some cuts come in, some serious, uh, some interesting cuts. I don't know if there's anything too surprising. One name maybe a little bit surprising, but maybe not for guys who play football. Like this mm-hmm. place, right? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. So the, you know, listen. The, the, there's competition that happens during, uh, during this time. You know, guys are competing for, for starting jobs. Guys are p- for, uh, competing for roster spots. Yeah. You know, and and and, and both. And guys that were were, were were making progress last year. You know, we bring some other guys in. They're not making progress this year. Those guys are progressing further past them. You know, and so it's uh, you know, it's a what have you done for me lately league. And oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Some some guys haven't been producing lately. Hey, listen, three three in a fourteen season. A lot of guys didn't end up producing, and so you you see some changes come in. But we'll talk about that. Got to get into Travis Gibson says he wants out. The Bears reportedly have given him permission to seek a trade. We'll talk about that in the first quarter. Second quarter, it's cut down day. Like I said, what is cut down day like? We'll get that insight from Lance Briggs from the player perspective. Uh, then we got a halftime segment. Of course, Tyson Bajan in the third quarter, winning the backup job, apparently. Talk about some of those cuts that came in as well. Surprise. And fourth quarter, your questions. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you all season. Send your questions on Twitter and uh, at, at Pat the Designer, and we will answer them on the show. Appreciate you guys for showing love as always. First quarter. Um, let's jump straight into this, right? Travis let's get Gibson right to it. Out. He seems like he is a... He, I'm a little surprised here. I'm not going to lie. I thought that he was a guy that uh, would want to be on this team, would want to be able to make a name for himself, but there are some question marks around him, right? Seven sacks two years ago, three sacks last season, and it seems like he's behind Dominique Robinson. He's behind Rasheem Green on the depth chart right now. Lance, yeah. should the Chicago Bears look to trade Travis Gibson? Well, I mean, they gave him they gave him that open door. They opened the door for him to do that. You know, um, you know, it was really a, a, a last spot that he was competing with against uh, yeah. Terrell Lewis, and and uh, Terrell Lewis kind of solidified that deal. You know, this past uh, um, weekend. Uh, look, this is this stuff happens. You know, um, one day you're you know one day you're in in in, in everybody in the light. The next year in the dark, you know, yeah. and and at least the Bears are opening opening the door for to allow him to to seek a trade. Um, I, I'm pretty sure he saw it coming. You know, he knew he was probably on the bubble and he was competing and probably saw that. Listen, I'm not I'm not out out playing this guy. I'm not out playing the guys that I need to outplay right now. So I need to seek somewhere where so I you know I 
I might have a better opportunity because yeah. that opportunity has kind of come and gone here now. Here's the weird part for me, though, right? Like when I look at the preseason and the camp that Travis Gibson had coming into this season, to me, he's performed better than Dominique Robinson. We haven't even heard Dominique Robinson's name in the backfield. His job is to get to the quarterback, right? When I look at Rasheem Green, when I look at, you know, Terrell Lewis, I think you got a good one. That was a good name to pull yeah. up. I think that he did solidify himself. But Travis Gibson, to me, is better than both of those guys who are ahead of him right now. And I'm actually confused why he's so low on this depth chart right now. Like that, that's the part that has me lost. I get it. Right. Like mm -hmm. maybe he, it, is it how much of a, the scheme fit go into comfortability for a player, right? Because when he had that seven sack season, if you remember, that's a three, four defense, not a four, three. Do you think that could play something into it? Well, the, the scheme, yeah, the scheme, the scheme matters a bit, you know, it, you know, some players do fit certain schemes better than others, but you know, when you get into to third and long situations, you're not running a three, four, you know, you're running your four man front, you know yeah. what I mean? Or, or some sort of variation, you know, where you, you're running some sort of game, but um, for the most part, you know, when you get into that nickel, that nickel style defense, you're rushing four. Um, so, you know, it's, I don't know. I, I I don't know the the. I don't really have the answer for that one. It's, it's just, weird, it's, right? It's, but but uh, the 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 Bears seem to think that these other players uh, are a better fit yeah. for what we're doing right now. Um, when you look at at Travis Gibson, he to me he looks like he has a type of type of body that can transition to whether you're playing a three four four three or what or what. Like he's a he's a rush. He's yeah. a rushman, you know, he looks like a rushman to me, you know, uh, probably probably more of the the physical nature, a bigger guy, but it it's wasn't whatever he's doing, it wasn't good enough this year. It's it's just I I don't know, man. I I wanted to see him kind of have that bounce back here. You thought he was going to be a part of this front. I get it, right? He moves further down on the depth chart by a lot. Uh, once you once you get Yannick and got Yannick and Gakwe, right? Like the second you get him, it's like, hey, bud, like it's okay if you want to leave. Like that's fine. Mm-hmm. And so what, what about I, the day before that? The day before that, we're like, hey man, we know you know we love you. We we know you're gonna turn it around. You know, and then the then the call comes in. That the call comes in, it's like, ah, hey fella. You know what I mean? That's, how, that's how it goes, right? That's how quickly you're not it happens. Happy here, right? You're not happy here. <laughs> well, you know, make, make a phone call, man. You're, you're, you're entitled to that. <laughs> That's how quickly it happens. Like happens we literally quick. were talking about Travis Gibson being one of the main parts of this defense coming in, hoping he has this bounce back year. And just that quickly, right? He requests a trade. Now I will say this, right? Mm -hmm. And they're kind of trying to make their name in the uh, football world. They're, they're a little bit newer in the football world, but he is a clutch sports guy. Now, if you, you Lance, you're a big NBA fan, right? Listen, yeah. you know how it goes like when you sign with clutch in the NBA. Somehow mm -hmm. you end up on LeBron James's team. Right, that's not a bad team to be part of. Not, not a bad not team a to be part of, right? But it, you, there's there's a little chicanery there going on, in my opinion, right? Yeah. When, it, it, oh, uh, LeBron's best friend owns this agency, and everyone who signs there ends up on Bron's team, right? Like, a little, yeah, I mean, a little, little nepotism, maybe. I don't know if that's how it works, but do you see a scenario like this? where in the NBA it becomes very prevalent. Do you see something where that could actually come into the NFL wor world where right now, right, Travis Gibson seemed like he was going to make this team, he was going to be a part of the team, and then, hey, I would rather you guys trade. Yeah, I mean, that's going to happen all the time. You know, it's it, you have the – in college you have the, the transfer portal. So it's it, – you know, there's, there's more kids that are transferring out 
you know, for whatever reason, you know, the dislike yeah. of the coach, you know, mostly it's a, it's a situation that doesn't, that that's not beneficial to me, you know, and, and when I was in college, you know, uh, uh, my, my, uh, the coach that recruited me, Dick Tomey ended up getting fired two years into mm. my college career. You know, if had the transfer portal been available, I would have transferred out of Arizona after those two years. Really? Because okay, right? Because it was number one. You know, it was I didn't know who was coming in, and after the first few meetings with the with the new coach John Magovic, I would have known that this isn't going to be the place for me. <laughs> this isn't the direction that I that I came here for. You know, and so you know, I mean, that's just but 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 that's the same thing for for these pros. Same thing happened for these pros. You know, hey, this isn't. A, situation that is beneficial for me anymore and it goes both ways it goes both ways the bears are saying the same thing and yeah. and gibson saying the same thing you know and so, because they because right. they're allowing him to seek that trade right that's right. you saying basically the bears are like hey whatever yeah. you want to do to make you happy bro. <laughs> right 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 but it, it's going to be interesting to see kind of what the bears are going to be able to get out of this i i mean listen i like travis gibson as a player i think he's going to be able to go somewhere and play a uh a, a good role on someone's team. I, I asked this on the uh, post game show after the Bears um, versus Bills game with Peggy Kaczynski over there. Could this be a scenario where it's been reported that the Chicago Bears are interested in bringing in a guy like Chris Jones? We know what Chris Jones can do 15 and a half sacks, dominant player. Could this be a uh, try to win win scenario? Throw Te- Travis Gibson in there with a little bit of draft capital. Mm. Trying to sweeten that pot a little bit, to get Chris Jones back. What for? I mean, I, listen, not to take anything from Chris Jones, he's a he's he's an All Pro type of player. Yeah. But what do you, what do you, what do we benefit for from the now when we're trying to build the future? Yeah. Right. You know, what I mean, like we're trying to build the future right now. You know, and the future has got to be built brick by brick. Not by by you know calling somebody in and getting that extra you know that 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 crane that extra crane and uh, you yeah. know or that new technology that's going to build it faster. No, let's build it the right way. Let's build it the right way. We have our pieces. We have our pieces that we're putting in this year. You know, let's you know we should be better this year than we were last year. Yeah, and then the goal the following year is to be better than we will be this year. You know, with the picks that we have, we have some good picks. We have some. We have a. We're, we're putting together a solid core. And let's continue to build upon it, and we can build a championship for years to come. Is the it would a Chris Jones move be something that you do when you're near championship level, not when you're trying to build it up? That's more. That's more where you lean on that. In my opinion, yeah. I mean, it's is whether you're 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 knocking on the door or you're coming off a championship, and now it's just pluses because you know you know now at this point you have a winner in in Justin Fields. You can pl- uh, plug and play. Just like they do in, in Kansas City with Patrick yeah. Mahomes, you know there are certain things that you can do. But right now, you know, you, we, I think it's we're we're still trying to find the 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 right core, get uh get our real ident- identity on defense, you know, try to get our identity on off on offense. You know, we're trying to solidify our offensive line. You know, we're still building on our defensive line. So there's there's a lot to have that we can there's a lot that we're still building and if and if we trade a lot of that of a lot of what our future is to get a Chris uh Jones you know then it it it, it to me it 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 gives us a we have to take a step back now yeah. in in what we're trying to build which is the future it sets a timeline on it almost right like all of a sudden it's just like all right we got to win now 
uh, while Chris Jones is still going to be able to go out and get 15 and a half sacks. And I think, like, yeah. I, I loved bringing in Mac. I really did. But it was a home run swing. And all of a sudden, when Mac in year two, year three, year four wasn't the same player that he was in year one, it was like, okay, you swung for the fences. Yes, Oakland it messed up every single pick that you gave them, which is kind of impressive. I actually think Alex Leatherwood was one of those picks who the Chicago Bears also just cut. Um, so it's crazy to see that kind of come full circle. But, you know, like that, I, I love that move. But when you look back on it, it set us back years. They yeah, us back. <laughs> and I was on. Listen, back by it. <laughs> I was on teams. You know, I was on teams where where uh, draft picks were traded away to get. You know, uh, uh, Jay Cutler. You know, those draft picks were were given away. You know, these those are first round picks that were given yep. away for him. So you know, to be in a position that we're in now, like it doesn't, it just doesn't to go after this big fish. Yeah. When when we can build, we can build the whole doggone lake. We can build. Hold all up, dog on like what we have. Mm, so, I like that. I like that. That's know? a bar. Somebody clip that up right there. We mm. you don't you don't got to go after the big fish when we can get the whole lake. I mm. like that. I like that. And mm, hey, let's uh -huh. jump into the second quarter here, Lance, with the bars out here. Brought to you <laughs> by Marcino, Northern Indiana. See Gypsy Kings featuring Nicole Reyes on September 29th at Hard Rock Live. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. We got second quarter. Actually, at the Hard Rock Casino yesterday for uh, football fest. Good time, good time, man. A lot of a uh, lot of Bears fans out there saw a lot of Bridge jerseys. Saw this. I want to say I saw three, four Bridge jerseys. You saw Bridge jerseys. I saw some Bridge jerseys out there. Otis Wilson. It could have been a Doug Buffon or Otis Wilson. No, no, they actually had your name on it. It said Briggs. Like I, I was able to see it. It said okay. Briggs. You were good. You were good. You were good. They, now that that's the wild part. See here, here's <laughs> this is a total sidebar. So right for me. Now, at this point, I would buy a Briggs jersey or an Erlacher jersey or whoever's jersey now of players that I know. I, I have a hard time buying current players' jerseys because that's a lot of money to throw on a jersey and be like, hey, I love this guy, and then they trade him a week later. Right? Like, you, you like, can get a Fields jersey. I can get a Fields jersey. I probably could. I, I, I could feel. I could feel confident in that. A little more confident. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I have a tough time buying current players' jerseys in general. Right? I still don't have a Zach Levine jersey. <laughs> mm. my, I son love has, Zach. my son has a Zach Levine jersey. Does he? I love. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm sure, man. I'm sure. Like that. That. That West Coast vibe. Like you know how Zach get down out there. But it, I just. It, it's. It's always one of those things where either the guy's gonna get traded away, or I'm just waiting for him to like. I, I want to root for you and show you the love, but then, like, I wanted a Kobe White jersey when he got drafted. And Kobe White ain't that good right now. Like, I Correct. hope he get there, but he ain't that good right now. You know what right. I mean? Like, I like the wait and see. I like the wait and see approach. Would you have bought a, would you have bought a young Luol Dang jersey? I had a Luol Dang jersey as a I kid, bet actually. You did, right? I bet you had Derrick Rose. Come on. Uh, I had a Derrick Rose, um, what's the, what was the, it wasn't a jersey. Remember they did, the NBA switched to the the t-shirt things? T-shirt deals, yeah. Yeah, 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 I had one of those. I had one of okay. those. Because I was like, I can wear this as a regular shirt. I'm out here. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> so, but we'll see. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just me. And let's jump into the second quarter, though. Uh, Lance, cut down days here. I mean, literally, as I'm, we're doing this podcast right now, People are getting cut. Like, I see it coming through. Uh, uh, Fontaine has just been informed that he will be waived. Or I'm sorry, Darius Fountain has been informed that he will be waived. Um, you know, the names are coming in. What's cut down day like around the building? Is, that a, is it a dark day in the building? Is it like, uh, 
Depends on who you talk to. <laughs> I, you know, I was lucky enough not to have any dark days or, or feel like any of those dark days were coming for me. You know, um, my, the, 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 the most nervous that I was, 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 was my rookie year. But at that time, like I'm, when the final cuts were coming, I was competing for the starting job. You know, it was, yeah. you know, it was, I was competing for the starting job. So I, I wasn't worried about being cut you know, when, when I'm splitting reps at, at with the ones and I'm on all these special teams. So, yeah. you know, it was the, it was the year where I really kind of figured out, you know, I uh, would look, look at that depth chart and they're like, man, I think I'm going to get cut. And I'm like, why? They're like, I'm on the threes and fours on all the special teams. You know, I'm a backup. They're like, that's the sign that you're, he's like, I started at the beginning of training camp. I was a one. Yeah. Now I'm a three. Yeah. That, that's a sure sign that that uh, I'm getting my walking papers. That's t- so that's tough. right. That's tough. Yeah, but those are the those are the signs. Like those, a lot of guys will look at that special teams roster uh, or every day, and they see they'll see themselves move down. They're like, man, I got to get back up. I yeah. got to find a way to get myself back into that into the ones there because that's what staying power means. Um. So, but it, but for. For me, you know, I, you know, I was in a, I, me and Peanut, we were in a different group. Yeah. You know, we, you know, we always wish people well, wish they would come back and stuff like that. But we knew that we were part of the core. Was there somebody who got cut on uh, that could have been on you guys' team that you then later in the season looked back and saw him on another team? And was like, man, he would have been nice to have here. Ah, uh, shoot, I can't remember some of these names. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't. Man, you're not getting old, days. are you, brother? You're not years. getting old on the side. Listen, I, my brain works a specific way. Okay, yeah. I've had, I have, I have, uh, I have our uh, the freshman uh, script and 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 game plan. I have the AU practice schedule that's right here, right in front of me, right here. You know, and now you want to ask me to remember a bunch of the players that I played with for 100 years. <laughs> My brain's not gonna. It's not gonna do it. My brain's not gonna do it. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. It's 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 so interesting, right? I I love being able to get inside the mind of people who are in the building because, right, on days like this, for you, like you said, it was a very different day. Was there a yeah. sense of pride in that? Was there a sense of yeah, you know, we got something that we build in here, right? Like, what, what's the feeling of knowing I'm good? It's definitely. It was is it's definitely a feeling of knowing, um, and I had felt you know I I felt that way when I before I even touched the field in Chicago, but um, <clears throat> I remember our last you know I was wearing I was rocking the number ninety one. Now when I when I got the call, you know, um, T Med called and he said he said hey hey fella he said um, we got two numbers that you can wear. He said you can wear number fifty nine or you can wear number ninety one. And I said, I'll take 91. He said, no, you don't want 59? I said, nope. Because <laughs> in my head, I'm like, if I take 59, I'm going to be stuck with that number for my whole football career. So there's a chance that that I may move, like change numbers. I'll change out of the 91. And yeah. if I'm going to have to wear one of these two numbers, I'd rather wear 91. So I rock 91. And then on the final cuts, uh, as soon as the final cuts happen, Warwick um, Holdman, he comes up to me in my, my locker, and he, uh, Mike Caldwell just got cut. He was rocking number fifty-five. If I were you, I'd run over there and get it uh, and and get that number. 
so you get out of that nasty 91. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I didn't, I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. So I sprinted from there to the locker, uh, to the, to the, to the equipment room. And I said, T-Man, T-Man, can I please have number 55? He was like, hold on, hold on, Hoss. Hold on, Hoss. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> like, he's like, you want, well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. It was one of those, you know what I mean? You couldn't just give it, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. He was like, you couldn't just give me confirmation. And, but <laughs> but by, by the next practice, I had number 55, and I was a very, very happy man. And thank goodness, because if I'd had 59, I probably never would have had Hey, that's that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a crazy story to hear because especially like the fact that it's like, hey man, he just got cut. You got to go. Hold on now. Wait a minute. They let him go. I'm in yeah. there. Like, it's like yeah. <laughs> you said. You said that's perks to everything, right? That's perks to everything. And that's the business. That's the business. I, I, I always liked Mike Caldwell. You know, I mean, he was one of the linebackers, the older guys that really helped me out. You know, yeah. but and I and I hated to hear he had gotten cut. But that number's free? Oh, that, that 55? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I will honor hey, I will listen. pick up the flag and carry it for you, Mike. Don't worry. Hey, she said, I didn't cut him. I didn't cut <laughs> him. It wasn't on me. Don't blame me for that. Oh, man. I love it. We're having a good time here. We got to keep this thing rolling along. There's so much to get into because we have... Uh, I will say this. I'm a little... I'm not surprised based on how football normally goes, but I'm surprised based on how the Bears have done things in the past. I think this is actually another thing that is a feather in the cap of changes in Chicago. And we'll talk about that once we get to the third quarter. But first, we got the halftime segment here in Lance. Ooh. Yes. FIBA basketball is going on right now, Lance. And I got to ask you this because Noah Lyles, a track runner for America, uh, I believe he did win the gold medal. Um, had some stuck. comments on America's world championships, world championships. And he said, uh, for some reason, it was a very weird moment. He just randomly yeah. like took up this torch out of nowhere. Like nobody really brought this up to him. But he said, how can NBA players be called the world champions when they only play American teams? So Lance... Where's your standpoint on this? How do you feel when, right, you win the Super Bowl and you're the world champion, but you're the world champion of America because we're the only ones that realistically play football, according to Noah Lyles? Yeah, he would be upset with me because I I have also been one to say, listen, for a, a, a big chunk for most of my career, I was the best out, uh, traditional outside linebacker in the world, you know? And it doesn't, it extends beyond just America because this is the best football on the planet. So with that being said, yes, best, best in the world, you know? So that's, it, you know, it, to each their own, this is on, a, this is on opinion, you know, it sounds a little bitter, sounds like a little bitter about it, you know what I mean? Because it's <laughs> an Olympian, you know, I get that. Um, to me, it's, I, I, just want, I, I, I want to toast to the, toast to the, to the troops, man. I want to toast to everybody that's out there. Playing and if that's how you feel, man, whatever motivates you to 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 be great, go for it, man. I mean, I'm I'm here to support you, man. Listen, I I feel like this man was in the mirror at night and he thought that was gonna be a bar. 
He was like practicing that. He was like, and America's got to be better. And we're not the world. I love him. Like he thought that was going to hit. He thought that somebody was putting that on a rap verse the next week, bro. He thought that was going to. It's goofy because here's the thing. He did. He picked the only sports you can't do that in. No disrespect to Super Bowl and all of that, right? Technically, you're the world champions because we're the only ones who play football at this level in the world, right? The CFL is a completely lower league, completely different rules, all of that, right? Um, But literally the best players in the world all want to just come play in the NBA. All over the world. Luka is where? NBA. Bonus NBA, Embiid, NBA, Giannis, NBA. He ain't playing in the Grease League. <laughs> but you know, you know, track is a it's an it's an individual sport. Yeah. You know, it's individual sport. So you're individually, you know, preparing for each one of your events. Uh, and so it's you know, to him, you know, I, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to re- use some reason here. You know, to him, you know, he's working so hard for. Not even though he represents the country, but it's it's there's selfishly he's trying to get the recognition for himself to be the best, right? You know, I, you know it's not one of those things unless you're running that the relay race. Any of the relay races, you know, it's it comes down to the event that you're in, and then in that in that event, oh, he has broken a lot of records. You know, he's done some great things, broken some of uh, Usain Bolt's records, and and it's awesome that he's representing our country yeah. and uh, and looking at the Olympics next year. You know, absolutely <clears throat> right, and, and so I, I think I think uh, it's it's a little bit easier to to see a situation, especially when you're playing a sport that is uh, that that's a uh, uh, um, you know it's it's not a non-team type of sport. It's more you on know? you. It's more, it's more right? on like you. It's, yeah, it's all of you. You don't have to rely on anybody else for your right. success to have. Of course, training staff and stuff like that, but like mm-hmm. the actual act of going through it is yeah. you you it's running, you, you breaking right. the records. Right. I I love I love you shooting them some bell there. I'm I'm not buying. <laughs> I'm telling you, I swear he was he I mean, was in the still, mirror the night before. He's still bitter. <laughs> he's still bitter about it. He bitter. And at the end of the day, you. know, everybody has their own opinion. Everybody, yeah. It just gets put out a lot faster and people can see it more often now. But the reality is, listen, he doesn't make or break any, anybody, anybody's any NFL, whatever they're doing. That doesn't like, that don't bother. It wouldn't bother me in the, yeah. if I was playing, if I was in the NBA, it wouldn't bother me at all. That's your opinion. Keep it to yourself. Fine. Let's move on. Cause I'm a world champion. <laughs> I think, I think my favorite thing of all is that it did bother the NBA players. And so they're just in his comments, like all the entire brotherhood of the NBA. I ain't seen the NBA work this hard together on anything since LeBron went down to Miami. Like, I'm not going to lie mm. to you. Like everybody has come together to be like, this, this guy's crazy. What is he talking about? Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh, no, that, that union hey. is pretty strong. That union is pretty strong. Hey, bro, they they coming for them. They, they ain't mm-hmm. said nothing about it. They just, hey, listen. It, I, my favorite thing is, too, like, at first, everybody was like, man, like, y'all know y'all on your personal accounts, not your burner accounts. Mm-hmm. And then you just saw, like, Easy Money Sniper, Trey, like, all Trey Young's in there, all of these mugs. Just, like. They pay attention. This guy's an idiot. This, this right. guy's an idiot. Like, wait a minute. Hold on. KD, that's you. That's your actual page. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is not the door you want to open right here. 
Oh, man. Let's keep this thing moving along. I love it. The fact that the, the NBA Brotherhood came together on that. I was dying laughing watching that uh, unfold yesterday. And <laughs> I know he woke up this morning thinking he ate that. He probably didn't look at his phone all night. Thought Muzz was going to be all on his side. He's like, wait a minute. Hold on now. <laughs> I'm, well, you know, it, 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 listen, if you continue to win, you know, people are going to love you. But the moment that you take second, third place, they're going to throw NBA all in your face. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a target. It's a target. I love Hey, listen. And like you said, he is great. Right? Great. It's not like yeah. he's just some Joe Schmo throwing this out. He, he's great at what he does. He's a record, a world record runner, right? So I he's love not a, to see He's it. not as a big a name as Shakari Richardson, though. Mm-mm. No, Shakari cooking out here. I ain't going to stunt with you. Cooking. Hey, I love cooking. watching Shakari run. I ain't going to lie to you. Right? I love watching Shakari run. Love her story. Love what's going on, man. And she's just uh it's 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 amazing to see her uh her thrive right now, you know. And she she's so unapologetically herself, like she but I love it, right? Because she's, she's not unapologetic. Like, she's not unapologetic because she apologized to apologize to the world about about what happened in the past. Well, she, I mean, has, I mean, she's she's not when I say unapologetically herself, right? I mean that she's not worried about people's perception of her. She's Correct. not worried. She's just going out there and running. She's, she's just in going a good out place. there and winning. She's yes. in a good place mentally. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and she's focused. She's focused and and you can see what a focused uh, Shakari Richardson can do on the, on the uh, track. She's she dangerous, man. It's crazy. It's like You know, she's, here's the thing. I'm not a track guy. Like, I've never sat down and been like, I'm going to watch a track meet at a regular moment. But when you I see do. when you see the best of the best do it, it just blows your mind away. I, uh, uh, what was it? The the last race she was in, I believe, uh, two young ladies from Jamaica were ahead of her. Yeah, the four like, by one. Now, she said, "Now nah, it's time to go." Hey, you just saw her just go. I was like, "What is happening right now?" <laughs> it's it's great to watch. She's she's inching closer. She's she's inching a little bit closer to FloJo's uh, times. Mm. You know, FloJo's times are insane. Just so you know, you know that, right? I, I I did not. I was not aware. I'm not a. I, like I said, not a huge track guy. So. Yeah, Flo. Yeah, if you get a chance, just Google FloJo and uh-huh. watch her and watch her run, and you'll be blown away. Like there's no one even close to her, and mm. these lady these ladies now are starting to get a little bit closer to FloJo. How far? When, when was FloJo running? Shoot, 80s. 80s. Okay. It was 80s, right? Hold on. Late what is 80s? her? What's her, what's her full name? I you saying FloJo? Maybe I do know who this Florence. is. And I, Florence Griffith Joyner, I think. Flojo. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that I know. I didn't know we were. They, they shortened it in the track and field world. I didn't. Oh yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. They, they, I didn't know. I didn't know. The, the, the people, that, no, the people that knew her, we used to call her Flojo. Okay, okay, all right. Did he just flex on me real quick? You know, did Les just you know, flex on me? Real you know, quick? I think. Uh, I might have met her. In, I might have met her in passing when I was a baby. You know what I mean? We were calling Flojo. <laughs> I love it. No, man. And so, how far uh, behind Shikari or behind Flojo is Shikari right now? So I think Shikari ran a ten six five. Okay. Right, okay. Um, I think now I got. I need to. You know, I want to make a liar out of myself, but I think Flojo ran a ten. She ran a ten. Florence Griffin Jr. ran a 1049. 10, 1049, 10, yeah. yes. 1049. That's insane. That's insane. It is. Now see, now see, right? Here's here's the part. See, we I was gonna do a quick, but uh, a quick halftime, but now that we here, right? Here's the part where it's like on the flip side of that, did you see Kevin Hart running a 40? Yes. Oh my god. 
Yeah. Kevin Hart I tore said, his entire lower half of his body. Yep. He sure <laughs> did. He sure did. He pulled up. So, so when I asked you last week, would you come back for a certain amount of money? Are you like Kevin Hart when he said 44 told him to sit down? <laughs> yeah, I, I just, you know, I just try to remind you that, that, you know, there is there an amount of money that would get me out of the field? Yes, there is. As, as for most of us, you know, that it, whether you played football or you didn't play football. Right. Well, you know, I mean, hey. How much would you? Hey, would you take ten million dollars? Get in the ring with with Mike Tyson in his prime. One round, go two rounds, one round. Yeah, I'll do it. Of course, you know what I mean. But does it mean I should? I should not be on the football field playing at all. You know, and along with a lot of these other retired players, we should not be doing it. This is the tough part. The toughest part about it, right? Was I was watching because they got the video out there of him running now. And he actually was keeping up. I was like, oh, he actually is like fast. Like I guess that shouldn't surprise me that much. Even at 44, that he's still pretty fast, but he ain't fast no more. Mm-mm. <laughs> he said, he said I tore everything. He said he tore his abductors. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. Okay. It's gonna hurt. You can't you can't even laugh. You're gonna hurt to laugh. Oh, that's oh my God. He said he said everything is messed up. <laughs> hey, I, uh get well, Kevin. That's that's what in this one. And, and stop trying to compete with it. He said, well, he, he stopped. Life stopped. <laughs> Let's jump into yep. the third quarter uh, because in the third quarter here, not going to lie, not to say that I'm surprised that Tyson Bajan is the number two, mm-hmm. but the fact that he won the job and what I think is very different about the Chicago Bears now than what we've seen in the past is he won the job over somebody who they paid and they didn't keep him around. P.J. Walker gets cut yesterday. Were you yeah. surprised when you saw that news come through, or were you like, this is how the NFL should work? Uh, this is how the NFL should work. You know, I've seen it happen the other way um, uh, time after time after time where they just they keep, they, they, they keep the safe pick, and they say, you know what, um, even though the younger guy outplayed him, it's like, well, we haven't seen this guy really play, and, you know, what we'll do is – We'll, we're going to cut the young guy and see if we can get him signed, and we're going to keep the the uh, the savvy vet, the old vet. Yeah. And um, and to me, you know, it's like um, um, if if you've shown me what I need to see out of you, then I, I we I, in my I'm, I want to try to ro- let's roll the dice with with you. Yeah. Let's let's take a chance with you. There's a there's so many veteran quarterbacks that'll be available some retired that'll come out of retirement but there's so many guys that you can get in here that have played this game for years you know if this project doesn't work out but right. we have a guy that can come in here that that's that's got uh, uh ice in his veins and he's making the throws he's sitting in the pocket he's making the right decisions he's moving around the way he's supposed to you know um why not give him a chance we he may not you we may not see this guy we may not see this guy anyway because if uh, Justin stays healthy all year, we may not see him at all this year. But if we do, if we do, let's see what he's got when he comes in. And I think that's the part that I – listen, 
I, I love the Bajan story. I love that he's the young guy coming in. He's going to be able to back up Justin Fields. He's going to be QB2. He, I, I love the story. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I love the story of his dad more than anything. The fact that he's the greatest left-handed arm wrestler of all time. Like, that's just insane to me and hilarious. Like, and he's, did, he's got he's got a full podcast called Tell Me I'm the Greatest. Uh, did he, did, was was uh, Sylvester Stallone, did he play him in uh, Over the Top, the movie? Literally, he could be the same guy. Oh. I'm not even kidding you. He's got he that, literally looks he's got like that. that. <laughs> he's got <laughs> when I tell you, because remember, right, the moving over the top is what? You, you turn the hat around. Turn the hat around. Turn the hat around. And somehow uh, Sylvester Stallone gets his lip all the way by his, his cheek. <laughs> 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 so when I tell you, so I, I end up going down this rabbit hole watching Travis Bajit. And he's, first off, he's one of the cockiest dudes you'll meet in the world. He knows he's good. He 100% is the goat of our wrestling. He's looking this dude in the eye. He's going, you better get up or you're going to lose. You're going to lose. And he's got him like about to pin him. He's like, you're going to lose. I told you you were going to lose. Dang it. You should have done what I said. Now you're about to lose. And he ends up beating the guy. And the whole time, hat backwards, lips a little over. You know what I mean? Lips a little over. (laughs) (laughs) But at the end of the day, right, Tyson Bajan ends up winning this backup job. I say all that to say, I don't want to see him. I never want to, I, I hope that he's on the team. I hope he gets paid. I hope I never want to see Tyson Bajan on the field. <laughs> yeah, well, you know the way the football guys work. If we do see him, I want to see him for a brief period of time and in brief stints where we're getting blown out or not, excuse me, let me rephrase that. We're blowing a now. team out. I know. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Come on now. Like. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just, you just, a, uh, you just trustman yourself I, right there. I, I you, did. I you did. just trustman yourself. Okay. We're going to have a team that's selfish and undisciplined. Wait yes. a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Mark. They won, Mark. <laughs> I meant to say we're blowing a team out. Okay, and and he's getting some reps. Yeah, um, one of those type of situations. Or if there's an injury, it's a minor injury where you know he he's gonna uh, feels gonna miss a week, maybe two weeks, and yeah. that's a time to get him in, get some experience, see what we have, and then get ready for. Uh, and and at least we he splits it. You know, he splits those games fifty uh, percent. Uh, you know, we win one, we lose one. You know, on the on the bright side, on the, on the hopeful side, we win both of those games, but we don't yeah. lose those two because of him. Yeah, no, and and that's to me, right? Like when I saw what I saw in preseason, it didn't overwhelm me with like, my God, he's leaps and bounds better than PJ Walker and all of this. What it told me was PJ was horrible. Mm-hmm. PJ had a, like we I've said this the entire time. PJ had a terrible training camp. PJ had terrible practices. PJ was overthrowing guys. He was missing Reese. Like I'm actually proud of the Chicago Bears for going about not just saying, yes, he's a veteran guy. We want to have that veteran experience on the team, keep him on the team to work with Justin. He's not, yeah, he's been in the league longer than Justin, but like at no point am I sitting here talking to this veteran guy about, hey, what are you seeing out there? Right. Because Justin's going to see it a completely different way. Oh, please believe they have uh, some veteran on speed dial right now. They're talking, hey, listen, get get yourself ready. Yeah. You know, things, you know, things get hairy over here. You're going to be on the first thing smoking in uh, Chicago. Josh McCown come back. I know he's coaching, but maybe he gets back in for a little, you know, just some reps. Just 
I doubt. No, not this time. Not this time. <laughs> not this time. We, we called on Joshua Count so often. Not this time. Mm-mm. He's coaching over at Carolina, man. You can't do that. Too. I love it, actually. I love seeing it go full circle, man. I mean, high school coach comes into the league and ends up being an NFL coach. I love it. Um, <laughs> I think we've had some had some great conversation here. Great, uh, great breakdown of uh, the inside mind of the player on this game. Let's go out and finish it out with this one here. Fourth quarter. The okay. fan questions. Okay. These uh, the fourth quarter. We're gonna do this pretty much all season, where we ask the fans what are their biggest Bears questions that they have. We're gonna ask it to Lance, Courtney, J Mac, Yurko, all of that. So let's get into the fan questions here. Starting it out, Chicago Sun Time has been a regular on this one. Shout out to Chicago Sun Time. He said, "Lance, what is your favorite sack?" Ooh, that's a good question. It is. Had a lot of them. Got some Aaron Rodgers sacks. Some. Whew. Uh, my favorite sack was probably uh, against the Packers, obviously. And it was one where, um, and I think I mentioned this to you before, but it was one where um, uh, uh, Favre tripped. He tripped. He snapped, mm. they snapped the ball and he tripped and fell. And on one side, you have uh, um, Ottawa Goulier that's fighting, fighting to get to him. And on the other side, you have uh, Alex Brown, who had hit the ground. And he's just inching like this, just <laughs> fighting to get to him, fighting, you know. And I saw him fall down. I just I ran up and I just touched him with one finger. I touched him with one finger and they were like, they blew the whistle sack. And I ran off. And I took the sack. You know, it was great. It's a great moment for me. You know, it was that's my greatest might, sack might right be there. the easiest I'm, sack in NFL history. Might, might. Yeah. Yes. I've tackled people with one finger, I've sacked quarterbacks with one finger. You have told me the story about grabbing somebody with one finger, yeah, one finger, one finger, the same finger, that same finger put Favre down. Strong finger, man. strong finger. Take that how you will. Uh, anyway, uh. Shout out to Mr. Two Letters. He said, what advice would you have for Tremaine Edmonds, who basically has one preseason game to get ready for Green Bay? Uh, good luck. Stay healthy, man. You've, you've been doing this for quite some time. Still to be, to be the age you are and have been in the league as long as you've been, um, you know what you're doing. You've been, this is a system you're familiar with. You're going to be a stud in this defense. Just looking forward to supporting you, my man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, right here we got at Chicago Bears love love affair. All right. Shout out to him. Uh, he's in a love affair with the Chicago Bears. I hope his wife doesn't know. Uh, what is your prediction for Bears Packers week one? Bears win. Bears win. Um, hmm. See, this is going to change because right now we don't know the – Well, no, We no. don't know – we, you're right. We don't know what the injury report. There's so much that. So I will say Bears win. You know, they'll score more points than the Packers will. Let's see here. They'll score more points than the Packers will. <laughs> All right. We got to see how the week goes. We got to see what's going on. Like this. We don't. I mean, that's that's an honest assessment of it, too, right? Because. Listen, I, I I hope the Bears come out and actually absolutely dominate this Packers team. And I do think that there'll be a win no matter what. 
But this offensive line is there's a lot of question marks right now heading into week one. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't feel kind. I haven't seen one snap of Nate Davis yet. <laughs> and he barely took any snaps in training camp in practice. Like and 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 your boy Tevin hurt again. Why you gotta be my boy? Like I like Tevin, but I gotta be my boy. Like, I don't like how you threw that on me. <laughs> nah, somebody Tevin's the one that's tough. Tevin's yeah. the toughest one because it changes everything that you wanted to do. At least, right? You you still have Cody White here who's able to slide over there. He's got the club on his hand. Did you mm-hmm. ever go up against somebody who had the hand clubbed? Yeah. Trying to get through the line? All the time. I used to I used to go out there with my hand clubbed. Both my hands clubbed. I had one on this side. Were you were you side. a were you a guy that used it on the weapon as a weapon? Were you as a weapon? My my body my, my body was a weapon. Okay. My body was a weapon. All right, I think we're going to end the podcast on that note right there. I like that one. That's good. That's where we're going to end it there, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate you guys for showing love to another edition of the Chicago Bears podcast. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Bad the designer Lance Briggs. Uh, leave a five-star review. You're not getting this content anywhere else access mm-hmm. access access you're going to be able to talk with us in the fourth quarter of every single podcast so stay tuned in what is some questions y'all stay safe out there chicago bear Don. peace peace